blessed Lord, who has caused all holy scriptures to be written for our learning. Grant that we may in such wise hear them, read, mark, learn, and inwardly digest them, that by patience and comfort of thy holy word, we may embrace and ever hold fast the blessed hope of everlasting life, which thou hast given us in our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. You may be seated. And I invite you to turn to our Old Testament reading, uh, if you so desire, uh, Ezekiel chapter 34, beginning in verse 11. Ezekiel, he is speaking in a time where there are many false shepherds. There are many shepherds. Indeed, the king of Israel and the king of Judah were shepherds of Israel appointed by God. And there were many people who appointed themselves as shepherds of Israel. Seems that we are living in very similar times. Helen Lewis, a journalist, calls our age the golden age of the guru. A guru is someone who leads people to enlightenment. And it seems like everywhere we turn, we find people setting themselves up as gurus, as people who can lead us into the right path, into the right way. They lead us to the light from darkness. We think of common ones. Dr. Oz, if you just eat a little less fat and a little more protein, work out a little more, you will live your best life right now. And we can think of many, many others. I hate to just single out one. Dr. Oz is probably a nice guy. But these gurus claim that if you follow their rules, if you follow their ways, if you just listen to them and do as they say, you will live your best life now. They preach productivity and self-improvement to lost and erring sheep. They set themselves up as shepherds to us, lost and erring sheep. They set themselves up as shepherds, as pastors of a flock that has gone their own way, that have listened to their own hearts. But if you just listen to me, says the guru, I will lead you to paths Uh, of righteousness. I will lead you into green pastures. It's not unlike the ancient world that Ezekiel was preaching to. The gurus of the day, the prophets and the uh, kings, had led the people astray, so much so that the people were now in exile. They were in exile because their ways were unrighteous. They had followed their own path. And had found themselves exiled in Babylon. And indeed, our Book of Common Prayer in morning and evening prayer in our confession of sin, right at the beginning of the service, says these true words. We have all strayed. We have all erred and strayed like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws, O God. We are not unlike the people of the ancient world. So often we follow our own devices, uh, the own devices of our hearts. And not only that, we follow people who encourage us to follow our own devices or maybe even their devices of their hearts. They claim to be shepherds for us lost sheep. But Ezekiel proclaims the word of God. Behold, 
I, I myself, says the Lord, will search for my sheep and seek them out. I myself will be the shepherd of my sheep. And I myself will make them lie down, declares the Lord God. Behold, I will search for my sheep. And the words of the prophet just a little bit earlier in the verses earlier in chapter 34 condemn the false shepherds of Israel, the false shepherds of Judah. And indeed, if we hear the word, the false shepherds of our day as well. For these false shepherds, rather than looking out for the sheep, for God's sheep, for all humankind, rather they look out for themselves. They shove and they push, they scatter and destroy the sheep rather than leading them to paths of God, to the pasture of God, as they ought to have done. Ultimately, even the shepherds of Israel had turned to their own way. In the words of Isaiah, we had turned everyone to his own way. Just because these people in Israel were put in places of authority did not mean that they had not erred like lost sheep, like all of us. Paul puts it this way, none is righteous, no, not one. Quoting from the psalmist there, Paul proclaims that all are on equal footing. Although in this life there are people in authority and there are people in subjection to that authority, all have erred like lost sheep. Ultimately, we are all sheep. And not only are we all sheep, we are all lost and erring sheep, following our own way, looking for the paths of righteousness on our own terms. And Paul says, none is righteous. No, not one. And in the face of this bad news, Christ preaches good news. In the face of bad news, the gospel of self-improvement The gospel of the guru, the gospel of the false shepherds of Israel only ends in shame and fear and resentment. It ends in hurt. What they meant for good, they actually meant for evil. What they pretended to be good, they actually meant for evil. Rather than protect the sheep, as the shepherd ought to do, they pushed them to the side. They took the wool for themselves. They ultimately destroyed the sheep for their own selfish comfort. They preached a gospel of fear, of shame. Do as I do ultimately only leads to shame. And we live in a world of shame. We live in a world of anxiety because of all the things that we know we ought to do and the things that we ought not to do, we do and do not do all the time. And so many promise life by the law. If you do this, your life will be better. Five easy steps. Twelve rules of life. If you just follow what I say, You will be at rest in this life. These, this gospel is ultimately not a gospel. It is not good news for us who err and are straying like lost sheep, who follow the own devices of our hearts. This is not good news because 
Ultimately, no matter how much we hear, do, 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 we ultimately fail. We do not do the things that we ought to do. And we do the things that we ought not to do. And in the face of this so-called gospel, this bad news, this news that we are all, none is righteous, no, not one, Paul says these words. But now, the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. This is the gospel. That despite our failings, despite our erring and our straying like lost sheep, God is our shepherd. God has come for those lost and erring sheep. He protects them. He leads them into paths of righteousness. He grants them righteousness by faith. Brothers and sisters, there are many shepherds today, just as there were many shepherds in Ezekiel's day. But there is only one good shepherd. There are many who claim to have the way, but there is only one who is the way. There's so many that claim to have the truth, but there is only one who is the truth. And there are so many who say, if you just follow what I say, your life will be so much better. But there is only one who is life and grants unto us life everlasting. There are many shepherds, but there is only one good shepherd, the Lord Jesus Christ. Ultimately, all other shepherds leave us wanting. But when the Lord is our shepherd, I shall not want. All other shepherds leave us wanting more. Leave us desiring more. Leave us thinking, is that it? But when the Lord is our shepherd, the good shepherd leaves us not wanting. We say, I shall not want. All others preach, do this, do this, do this. But the good shepherd says, lie down. Have rest for your soul. All others, all other shepherds preach, if you just follow my ways, you will have rest. You will have life. You will have wholeness. But the good shepherd, he makes me lie down in green pastures and stills my soul. And all other shepherds ultimately drain us. They drain us from all that is good in this life. But the good shepherd makes our cup runneth over. And the good shepherd, through the prophet Ezekiel, proclaims his demeanor towards lost and erring sheep. To the lost, Christ says, I will seek the lost. To the straying, he, Christ says, I will bring back the straying. To the hurting, he says, I will bind up the injured. And to the weak, Christ says, I will strengthen the weak. There are many of us that have been hurt, that have been damaged by bad shepherds. There are many shepherds today who have hurt many, many people. And this is not a secret. 
The Bible is very clear that there are bad shepherds and that their end is not very good. The Lord reigns and the Lord will judge between all men. He will separate the sheep from the goats. This is good news for the faithful, for the one who is righteous by faith. And there are many here, maybe even here today, that have been hurt by bad shepherds. And my exhortation to you today is that the good shepherd desires to heal you. There are many who have hurt you, maybe, or maybe one that has hurt you. But we serve one who heals. And the prophet Isaiah says it is by his wounds that we are healed. There are many bad shepherds who hurt the sheep so that they might have life. But the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He dies so that his sheep might have life and have it abundantly. Christ says that the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. Christ is king. And this is what we celebrate today. And this king is a crucified king. This good shepherd has laid down his life for his sheep. The thief comes only to steal and to kill and to destroy. But Christ has come that we might have life and have it abundantly. And this is because the good shepherd is also the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Yes, we err and stray like lost sheep, but we serve a good shepherd. And this good shepherd, the Lord has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. He was stricken so that we might be healed by his wounds. We are healed. And it's by the blood of the lamb, by the blood of the good shepherd that we are brought near in what Ezekiel calls the covenant of peace. The covenant of peace with God, that by faith we are made righteous. We put on Christ's righteousness and we have peace with God. This is the covenant promise of the Lord, that I will be their God and they shall be my people, that they shall be my sheep and I will be their shepherd and that there will be one flock and one shepherd and that I will dwell with them and I will make them lie down in green pastures. Ultimately, there is one shepherd in this world, Jesus Christ, the righteous. He is the one who has shown us the way. And he does not tell us to do, but he tells us to believe. He says, believe in me. Follow me. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I will give you peace. I will give you the peace that passes all understanding because it was gained by my own blood. There is one king of kings. There is one son of David who rules over all, who has had all things put in subjection under his feet, even death itself. There's one righteous branch. There's one root. There is one righteous branch coming from the root of Jesse, Jesus Christ, the righteous. There's one son of David who rules over all. And gives us and brings us into his covenant 
of peace. We have one true Zedekiah. For Zedekiah means the Lord is our righteousness. We have one crucified and risen Lord who is our good shepherd. And while others say, do this, do this, do this, our good shepherd says, it is finished. While so many say, do this, do this, do this, our Lord hung upon the cross and said, it is finished. And because of this, though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death, we will fear no evil, brothers and sisters. And why? Because God is with us. The Lord is our shepherd. I shall not want. And though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because we serve a good shepherd who has defeated death, who has looked death in the eye, died and rose again so that we might have life and have it abundantly. For the Christ who died for me is the same one who is my comfort in this life and the next. The Lord is my shepherd. And the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. He died so that we might live. And when Christ gives life, he gives it abundantly. And he gives it by faith. And by faith, we hear those blessed words which we all desire to hear at the end. For Christ is king and Christ will come again. This is the mystery of our faith. And at his coming again, all the faithful will hear those blessed words which Christ spoke in our gospel. Come, you who are blessed by my father. Inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. There's a a movie about Mr. Rogers, a documentary concerning his life. And in that documentary, his wife, I believe her name is Mary, recounts a story about Mr. Rogers that I found very interesting, very humbling. Mr. Rogers, he says to his wife, do you think that I'm a sheep? And in the movie, you're thinking, oh, my goodness, Mr. Rogers is a Christian. (laughs) Mr. Rogers believes in the gospel because he asked this question. Am I a sheep? And his wife, very lovingly, says, oh, Mr. Rogers, if anyone is a sheep, you are. And I thought, no, no, this is not the gospel. The gospel is not nice people get into heaven. Nice people are sheep, but rather by faith, we are his sheep. Though we have erred and strayed like lost sheep, we come unto him who has called us to himself. We hear the gospel that though none is righteous, we are made righteous in him. That we follow a good shepherd. And by being a sheep, it's not because we're really, really nice. It's not because we have all the answers. It's because we follow the Lord Jesus Christ. That his cross is before us and behind us. That he is our shepherd. And only when he is our shepherd is when we can truly say, I shall not want. 
I have all that I need. For it's Christ alone that gives us all that we need. And he invites us to his feast. The crucified and risen Lord, the Lamb of God who has taken away the sin of the world, invites us to his feast. He says, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Drink this cup, all of you, for this is the blood of my covenant, the covenant of peace. Drink this, all of you. For it's by his body and blood that we are saved. And this is what we remember every Sunday, that it's by his wounds that we are healed. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. The Lord, the Lord will gather his sheep. The Lord is my shepherd. And by faith, you can say that truly today. I believe Today, if you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. You are his sheep. He is gathering you together. He is gathering us together. He wants us to come and to lie down and to eat with him. And this is his invitation. Come, ye blessed of my father in heaven. Inherit the kingdom. And if you hear his voice today, harden not your hearts. Let us pray. Grant, we beseech thee, almighty God, that the words which we have heard this day with our outward ears may through thy grace be so grafted inwardly in our hearts that they may bring forth in us the fruit of good living to the honor and praise of thy name through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.